once again, welcome back um, to what we are calling Gator Tales. Thank you to our guest today. <laughs> and uh, as always, I'm Mr. Weich. I'm Miss Prickett. And we have with us today... Miss Jeffcoat. Most of you should know her. Uh, the sixth graders, the, I guess, rising sixth graders, current sixth graders, whatever you want to look at it, most of you should know her by now. You saw her last year. Um, but yes, yeah, so she's the one that came up with the name for the uh, for the podcast. It it seemed actually a really easy name, but I, for the life of me, I could not come up with. I mean, I just I couldn't do it. Well, maybe <laughs> she can help us at the end to uh, well, come I, up with our. I thought Michelle. Oh, Hunter, okay. Hunter, you're right. I forgot about that. Sorry. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 So so we do have a sign off uh, line now that we're going to use from now on. But nice. uh, Schmatzer came up with it, and it's. Stupidly easy. I mean, just <laughs> oh, like we I don't were know. Embarrassed when we yeah, uh, and she goes and she says it. I'm like, what? You're uh, probably already uh, thinking what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, the the way this is just gonna uh, work is we just do it as a conversation where we um, or I guess not we, but the students will mm-hmm. get to know who you are as a teacher. Right. Uh, some of them might not have had you. Some of them, you know, know you. Because they, they've seen you around, and we might have some new students this year as well. Right. And yeah. the parents could list, will be able to listen to this as well. So we have to be on our best behavior. Okay. But <laughs> but um, along with that, it's it's just I feel like a good way to get it. And I'm, I'm probably going to send it all out as a packet, and I'll do seventh and eighth grade as well. I think we got it kind of a cool way, especially mm-hmm. in this time where we have mm-hmm. – so much uncertainty about getting to see our students face to face. And I think it's a big deal for them to know us. Right. Right. That is true. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's get started. Our first question is why did you decide to become a teacher? And, uh, have you always been a teacher? Do you have a previous job experience? I mean, May, maybe you do like in in school, but have you always been a teacher? I know Miss Prickett's always been a teacher. Mm. Yes. For me, I'm a you know this is a third or fourth career, but right. it is but it's just yeah. Well, I think it started with with me when I was a very young girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pretend to be a teacher in my playroom at home, <laughs> and I had a chalkboard, and I had a student desk, and I had dolls that I would line up in my classroom that were not socially distanced, of course, but um, (laughs) I I would just pretend to be a teacher. My mom was a teacher. She was a high school English teacher and a high school history teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, I think her influence over me made a great impact. And then in high school, I took a teacher cadet course and Mm -hmm. got to kind of shadow a third grade teacher for a while and realized then, like, I wanted to work with children and from that point on, even in all through college, when I took my education classes, I would go from first grade to fourth grade to sixth grade, doing different practicums, and um, huh. I just I just knew that's you know what I was called to do. And so I came right out of college teaching sixth grade actually sixth grade math, and I did that for about five years. Where'd took, you go to Where'd you go to college? I went no. to Lander University. Okay. In Greenwood, and um, a lot of friends from Lander. My first um, teaching job was at Bryson Middle School here in Simpsonville, and um, I was there for about four or five years, and then took about 10 years off, actually, and worked with a sports program for um, elementary, middle school, high school, and college students for about 10 years. Tell us about that. 
Um, so it was actually through the local church um, at Simpsonville First Baptist Church mm-hmm. where I did upward sports for kids. Oh, okay. And it had to do with like soccer, flag football, basketball. Um, and then that carried on. I started a middle school program because once kids get into sixth grade, they kind of fall out of that upward experience. Yes. So I did the sixth through 12th grade uh, youth program and primarily focused on basketball with them. Um, and then for the upper grade excuse me, the collegiate students focused on softball, kind of ventured out into other sports mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, it got to the point where I really missed the classroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I came back to the classroom about five years ago. Okay. And Rudolph Gordon the entire time? Um, actually, when I decided to go back into the classroom mm-hmm. in 2016, um, I went to Robert E. Cashin first. Um, which is over off Fort Shoals Road. Oh, okay, okay. And I uh, was fifth grade teacher and then came to Rudolph Gordon last year and taught fifth grade. And now I'm excited because I'm moving back up to middle school where I originally began sure. this whole story um, as a first-year teacher. Well, <laughs> and circle. and you are super lucky to be in circle. sixth grade because I can I, I can tell you from experience that, yes, yes, that for the um, people in the th- back. That is the best yes. of, uh, of of the grades. And, you know, if uh, Emily Modrak or <laughs> Alice Bradley wants to come fight me for it, yeah. feel free. Carrie Hanning might fight you on it, too. Oh, oh, oh Carrie. I mean, <laughs> I'm not worried about Carrie. Now, she knows where I live. Yes. She, yeah. she can bring it. Well, I'm just chasing greatness, I guess. <laughs> chasing greatness. No, you're part of it now. I am a part of it. That's, That's right. right. We're glad to have you, too. Yes, glad for sure. Uh, and there's something... At, else that i noticed when i was looking around this table i said it's a it's a pretty heavy coaching table yeah, right here yeah. we have an athletic department yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean we, we just need bargeron yeah and which which we will uh interview him tomorrow so yeah. uh for sixth grade we have baseball yeah girls soccer for me mm-hmm. oh girls basketball mm-hmm. volleyball and softball and softball <laughs> yeah. yeah we're just covering covering them all, all wow yeah there's only uh Boys basketball and boys soccer left out. Mm-hmm. But y'all know that soccer work. coach, he can be our substitute from time to time. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> and I, I taught his son, and, and yeah. I would love to have some extra help as well during the um, mm-hmm. having the boys and girls uh, scrimmage against each other. I mean, yeah. it'd be embarrassing for the mm-hmm. boys, I can promise you that. Especially if we flip. Did you them. coach uh, at any of your previous schools, or was this a... Um, I actually coached girls basketball and softball at Bryson Middle School. Okay. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Excited. All right, so uh, tell us what your favorite part of being a teacher is. That would definitely be um, the relationships that I build mm. with the students and their parents. Um, I believe it works both ways, um, that you're yeah. able to communicate with them effectively. Um, because once you build that relationship you know where their strengths and their weaknesses are and you can expound upon those. Um, when you find out what their strengths are, you can build them up to become a leader. When you find out what their weaknesses are, that's where you can like pinpoint those areas to, to strengthen and build up and um, really instill some confidence into the, into the students. Okay. Uh, going along with that, what, what's kind of um your philosophy on being a teacher, and I know we just said relationships, but um, I guess uh, the way I like to think of this is what are you looking to accomplish as a teacher? And, and, and I know it's obviously, you know, getting to know students, you know, but there is always a, 
we're always getting better and what and all this stuff, but what mm-hmm. is the end goal for you? I like to see a future for the students. Okay. Whether it is um, extended education, whether it's career, whether it's military services. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supportive of all of that, and I like to see how they advance in their future 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Um mm. Since I did teach several years ago, right out of college, some of those students are now in their mid-20s, late 20s, and I love to be able to run into them, whether it's at Walmart or Target or the grocery store, and just catch up with them and see what they've accomplished in their life, lessons that they've learned, things that they have experienced, um, hearing about like them being married and with children, and and just seeing how they've really grown significantly significantly over the years. I'm sure that's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, how do you think that your students would describe you? And this is not just a, um, you know, uh, the interview for a job. Tell me the good things. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the rising sixth grade students that had me in fifth grade would probably say, Miss Jeffcoat likes to sing. She oh. likes to sing in class. She'll All be in the right. middle of a she'd be in the middle of a lesson and just start singing the algorithm or the the equation or the formula or the but I, I like to be exciting. I like to be fun. I like to be mm-hmm. interactive with the students. Um, I like to help them get engaged and sometimes I will I will do that in ways that are kind of silly and goofy um, to get their attention. Sure. <laughs> That's awesome. So I I guess something where you just never know what's going to happen. I like to keep them on the edge of their seat. So if we hear singing, uh, we we know who it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 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 we have singing. We have excitement. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any other way that they describe you? Like for me, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll just give you what I said. I'm. I hate to say the word distractible. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't even know if that's actually a actual word. Mm. So I'm easily distracted. Mm-hmm. I always will come back mm. and, and and I know where I, I, I'm able to keep my place, yes. but I will go down a rabbit hole. Yes, I do. I do have tails. Speaking of rabbit hole, get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I like I like stories. I have a story about everything. All right. I like to to bring in story time with Jeff Coat during a lesson. That's a pro in a lot of ways too though. I <laughs> it really kids is. love learning through stories, I feel like. And yeah. Relating to you relatable, through stories. Yeah. So yeah. Trying to make things relatable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh tell me, uh, do you have a favorite topic that you'll teach in your content area? And now your science. Yeah, so little... yeah, so what is your favorite topic within your content area? And tell me, Miss Preckett, why that is your favorite. I'm gonna have to go with weather. Weather. Oh. I am like super right pumped. There with, uh, um, yes. yes. Nichols. Nichols, I'm like super pumped about um, teaching science this year. I'll be honest. I've never taught sixth grade science. I do have experience the last, you know, four or five years teaching fifth grade science. And there's a lot of similarities between fifth mm-hmm. and sixth grade science, especially with force and motion, the scientific method, you know, matter, ecosystems. But weather is one unit that, you know, we did not do in fifth grade. So I'm going to be excited to to do this unit. I remember when I was in the sixth grade, uh, I was big on, like, meteorology. And uh, mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. when I was pretending to be a teacher, I would also, like, pretend to have that green screen. And okay. I would, like, point at South Carolina 
cool. and, and, and show different weather patterns. And I've actually slept through a hurricane. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I was about to ask, do you like track yes. storms and hurricanes? And yes. Stuff like I'm that? a radar tracker. All right. Okay. So going along <laughs> with this now, I've heard, um, this is outside research, but I've heard that like our other science teacher at sixth grade, who is very into weather, that you guys might have kind of grown up together. We did. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. We grew up together. We um do my research. For wow. Kinder- <laughs> Look at you. We were in kindergarten together all the way up to 12th grade. Graduated together. We were in Girl Scouts together. Wow. So, yeah, we have, we, we've known each other quite a while. And share a similar interest, at least in weather, for that's sure. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yep. Wow. Very cool. So, what? why weather? Why weather? Well, I think it is important for kids to understand the environment that we live in and what kind of impact it can have on it. Um, Even with global warming, I mean, that seems to be a hot topic today. Um, But, you know, with this time of year, you know, we are in hurricane season. Yes. Um, We've already started tropical storms have developed along the coast and Mm -hmm. uh, even down into the Gulf. And why are they named the, the, the way they're named? Why is it in alphabetic order? Why is it girls one year, female names one year, male names a year? What's the purpose of all that? Um, why is it that hurricane names this year are going to be men names and tropical depression names are going to be female names? Why is it? There's just a lot of neat questions that I think that, you know, we can get mm-hmm. into together and, and explore that. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, I can see why you like why you like doing this in the weather. And I'll tell you <laughs> that I do think that uh, – good name would be hurricane charlie i personally like uh, it that's the hurricane i actually slept through <laughs> really yes there you go yes i was in the outer banks north carolina okay and i was in like the it, i was really little but it was hurricane charlie oh apparently outer he, banks north carolina apparently he didn't do his job and wake you up so <laughs> there you go you need another one yeah <laughs> must have been a category one i think <sighs> and we'll get into those two categories sad. one two three mm. four <laughs> you've kind of sold me on the weather now i'm like oh I need to go uh, yeah, and, investigate and, the weather and the names a little bit more. And we use and use terms like global warming or climate change. I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's helpful because you know when you politicize science, that's a fallacy in our society today. And you see science being politicized, which is complete and utter garbage because it's it's science. It's not it, yeah. it, it doesn't care who you vote for. Mm. It's going to kill you either way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, obviously I'm focusing yeah. on COVID, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, that I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you, yeah. you use those terms because it's just, it's something that kids need to, and if you ever need, if you ever need mm-hmm. um, somebody to come in and give a description of what climate change looks like, mm-hmm. I've seen it because uh, I'm an avid scuba diver and I've, I've been mm-hmm. since I was 13, I'm a dive instructor. I'm, I'm, so I've done it a lot. Awesome. And for years, I've I've dove in um, on Molasses Reef, which is uh, in Key Largo. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite places to dive. It's about 20, 25 feet. Nice. Well, you're thirty, like thirty foot is the max, and I have a really good surface air consumption rate, which is mm-hmm. means I can, you know, yeah, I, I I have a good breathing rate, meaning that the bottle mm-hmm. or tank does not uh, drain very fast for me. So I stay down. I can stay down a long time. Now, I have noticed and over the years that the reef is whitening Mm. and you're talking about an organism that has lasted for millions Millions of years years. and it is whitening. Mm. So that is legitimately 
climate change mm-hmm. causing this, the oceans to heat up. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember one day and this is, this is 2007, no six, 2006 when it was 95 degrees in the water mm. mid July, actually about this time in July. Scary. And that was 14 years ago. It was yeah. 14 years wow. ago. So yeah. Cause I was on a, um, yikes. we were mapping out a wreck called the Slobodna. Hmm. But yeah, so I, mean, I just remember getting in the water one day and being like, "Oh my god, what? It's it's ninety five degrees." Um, right. It's mm. so I think anything that anything that you can do to help, you know, mm-hmm. break through that. Hey, there is no politics when it comes to science. You know, yeah, there's. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of your most important jobs as a science teacher for sure. Oops, right. Sorry, guys, that's my phone. Right. I'm already broken phone. Out of my pocket. Well, and, you know, I think, too, with these two awesome social studies teachers that I'm sitting amongst right now, Thank it's you. something that I think can be integrated. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, with history as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. We it's, I mean. Some projects, for sure. And we definitely are of a like mind in that matter, I think. Mm-hmm. You oh, know. Yeah. I wrote a paper on it in middle school. Yeah. If we want to go back to yeah, that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right well, around 06 when you were uh, looking at it, so. <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> no. Sorry. I was graduating. That yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's go with um, <clears throat> what should your students know about you to be more successful within your classroom? So that also includes like um, maybe rules that you're going to have specific to your classroom because, you know, we all have our own mm-hmm. little teaching methods. Um, even we, we like to also look at kind of at, at pet peeves, things that kind of. Like, like, maybe it's you shouldn't do it in my classroom. Right. Um, number one, please ask questions. Yes. Don't always assume. <laughs> Don't corner cut. Don't rush through things. One of my pet peeves, especially with me teaching science this year, a pet peeve would be for you to rush through something just to get it done. Don't do that. Because oh, yeah. with science, it's an inquiry. I mean, we need to look at it. We need to come up with evidence. We need to reason through it. We need to discuss it. We need to analyze it. We need to give it like specific information, not just, yeah, I know. Or, no, it doesn't. All right, and why? Why? Um, so being thorough is, is important for me. Being thorough, being concise, also being considerate of each other mm. and each other's opinions. You know, just because you don't agree with someone else's opinion doesn't mean that it's stupid or it's wrong. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their own opinion and you need to listen and listen to it because you never know. Someone else's opinion might actually even change your mind. So, you know, Sounds we, a lot like uh, yeah. what we talk about, too. Yeah, exactly. Connections mm-hmm. and the contents. And, you know, especially with, I, guess, I feel like in science, you know, you have to, you can't prove something until you can do it multiple mm-hmm. times so you can repeat and that's just another thing that I think gets lost. Yes. So you want them to be respectful in class, obviously. obviously. And we, we, we all do. Yes. Uh, anything as far as your, um, I guess, classroom management style that, that you think students should know about? Well, with us being in science, there will be a lot of hands-on. Yes. Um, at the same time, uh, you will be looking a lot at the gizmos on the computer and hopefully interacting with discovery education a little bit. Mm. Um, I would say definitely maintaining the use of your computer time and that you are using it effectively and uh, you're not going off to other websites. 
um, that you're staying on track with what it is that we're doing. Um, I know that it, it last year and the year before for you guys, it was very exciting to finally be one-to-one and have your own Chromebook. And it would be very tempting for you to visit other websites, <laughs> even though they might be get epic or IXL. This is science class with me. <laughs> so we want to stay on track with what it is that we're doing with science. Um, mm. and, and not be focusing on other other things whether even if it's you know oh i need to get my math homework done for the next class you know no this is science time let's take care of what we need to get done with science <laughs> yeah when you're when you're in my classroom you're mine yeah for, for that amount of time and i will right. say too it's easy to tell if uh, you are doing something oh yes yeah. yes yeah, you you guys are not very good <laughs> actors i'm just gonna go out I'm, I'm gonna go put it maybe a few of you here and there yeah but, <laughs> but well and, and here's the thing Everything you do on that Chromebook is tracked. That's true. Everything. Nothing that you ever can do on that Chromebook cannot be seen. It's all uploaded to the district. Mm -hmm. We can view it. You can't hide it. That's right. That is correct. And, you know, guys, even us as teachers, in our own personal lives, on our cell phones where we have social media, I mean, we have to be careful what we put out there on social media because everything that we put out there, every status, everything that we upload, everything that we say is always trackable. Oh, yeah. The same thing for you guys. And that's and I always think that's the scariest thing. I, um, my last school, the kids were more social media savvy than the ones at Rudolph Gordon. No offense to you guys. I'm not not trying to, you know, I'm not putting hate out there. I'm just saying they are. Um. And that would be, that's something I harped on every single week. I said, guys, if you put something on the internet, it is out there forever. It doesn't matter if you delete it, it can always be found. And guess what? If you send, if you send anything to anybody, you have to assume every time it's going on the internet, Mm -hmm. everything that you do electronically, you have to assume it's going to go on the internet now. So that's a scary world. Yeah. I mean, that's how police crack cases these days. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. another reason why I won't do like a 23 and me mm-hmm. because I don't want them to find out that I might be a serial killer. <laughs> I'm not. We, we don't take <laughs> So this just turned into a true crime podcast. Um, but no, uh, I mean, it, but it's everything is it, it all goes in databases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, be smart, please. Okay, now I'll t- some more f- uh, topics that I find a little more fun, a little more specifically about you. Okay, you need to tell me what your favorite book is. Now, I like oh to break goodness. this up. Uh-huh. I like to break this up. <laughs> it's hard to uh, you, so you can do like professional and entertainment if you want, or, or just the number one book yeah. for you. Oh, man, it's so hard. I'm on book number nine for this summer. Uh I'm not even really sure if it's about the favorite book. It might be, for me, a favorite author. Okay. okay. Who's the um, author? Her name's Francine Rivers. Francine oh, yeah. Rivers. She's really good. Um, Name some books. Uh, the Masterpiece is one. The Masterpiece. Uh, Redeeming Love Redeeming is love. one. It, it's really, I mean, obviously it's it's fiction. I love fiction. Mm. Um, but it's like realistic fiction. I mean, it's it's all stories of things that can happen to you as a child, as a parent, as a spouse, as an employee, um, as a student, and 
it's very relatable and it just it sucks you into the story of what's mm. of what's going on with that person and um she always seems to have like some kind of life lesson in in the okay. story of it too that is very applicable in your life and it and she always leaves you like at the end of her books just like heartfelt okay <laughs> very warming yeah <laughs> i would agree i've read redeeming love that's the only one i've read yeah. but she's great she's really good awesome. very cool okay movies tv now we're gonna we, we're gonna break this up uh just let's start with movies um i like to break up movies in two ways i like to think what do you think is the best movie of all time right that does not have to be your favorite movie, mind you. <laughs> that doesn't have to be the movie that you've seen more than any other movie. Because the movie that I've seen more than any other movie is not a good movie. Interesting. Period. It's not a good movie. Yeah. I love it and enjoy it, but it's not a good movie. Yeah. And the movie that I think is the greatest of all time, to me, mm-hmm. is, well, award-wise, all these, I mean, it is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So, however you want to break this down, yeah. it's up to you, so you tell me. Tells well, us a lot about you, too, how you want to break it. You know, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I'm probably going to go with a very unpopular opinion. Okay. Because I'm not into, like, sci-fi, even though I'm a science teacher. Um, sorry. I'm not into the science fiction. So, like, anything like Star Wars, I know that's, like, the greatest out there. No. You know, I just... Not, not, not sci-fi-wise. Maybe I don't not. know why you're looking at me. I don't know that much about sci-fi. I'll tell you, I know it, what your favorite is. Sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't interrupt. My, <laughs> no, it, it's this, fine. this is on you. It's like, on you. Honestly, um, I like a lot of the war movies. Like oh, The Patriot, cool. um, Saving Private Ryan, Glory. Uh, I, I'm really into Give me one. a lot of the, the war movies. So, like Saving Private Ryan and Glory. Okay. And um, what was the other one? I think you said, said the, Patriot. the Patriot. You said The Patriot. Yeah, The Patriot. Yeah. Any of those? Have you watched any of the recent? Have you seen Dunkirk? No, nineteen seventeen. <sighs> ah, I need. Nineteen seventeen is really good, oh, but oh yes, I did. Sorry, I just no yes, doors. I did. I did see that. Which the, one? The nineteen seventeen, the oh, one yeah. that just came out right before COVID. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Like that was that one scene when he was climbing the ladder, crossing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I no man's land. Totally yeah. was not expecting. Watch that. Dunkirk if you want to see. It. It's probably. It could be. One of the greatest war movies ever made, uh, right. Dunkirk, because the the whole Dunkirk evacuation mm-hmm. is is chilling up. when you when you hear about it. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's crazy. I mean, like, hmm. and it's one of those things like, how did this happen? And not, I mean, you know how the British got pushed yeah. to this position, but why didn't Hitler come in and destroy them? Because he could have. I mean, he could have killed a hundred thousand allies, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it's done by Christopher Nolan, phenomenal uh, director, yeah. and he does. I mean, it's. I feel like all of his work has led up to this point, and it's just it's great. I'll have to look at that one. I was really intrigued with nineteen seventeen. Oh, it was good. And having taught fifth grade, you know, we we cover World War One. Yes, so mm-hmm. it was great. Well, and and nineteen seventeen did a really great job of of yeah, a, of, of a uh-huh. rolling themes. camera. Where yeah. they followed the guy the entire yes. time, which is which is crazy to yeah. think about. I mean, it's a rolling camera. That's that's wild. Yes, yeah. especially in those bunkers. Yeah. Oof. Okay, so we got a we got a, uh, a movie or a couple movies. Mm-hmm. What about TV? <laughs> now, now this can be you if you would if you want to break it up and say this is my guilty pleasure. This is what I think is is the, is the best <laughs> TV show. That that is fine. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, so there's a couple of different 
ways to go about this. Yes. Because I have like my guilty pleasure, like you said, mm-hmm. on Netflix. And then I have like my prime time, you know, <laughs> TV shows that like I can't miss that are like kind of the chick weekly. flicks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the weekly episodes. Give me give me one. Okay, if I say, what's your favorite TV show? First thing that pops in your head is? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, okay. Mm. Uh, guilty I, Pleasure. I love Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> guilty Pleasure, oh my goodness. First thing that pops in your head, let's go. <laughs> oh man, okay, so kind of embarrassing. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> it it's on Netflix currently, The Outer Banks. <laughs> Oh, I watched Outer Banks. It's so bad. <laughs> I knew he was. Say I mean, that. I, I mean, the fact that you can take a ferry from the Outer Banks. The ending. Uh, the ending was absurd. A uh, hundred miles or hundred fifty <laughs> miles inland. Yeah. That's not the way a ferry works. That's not the way water works. Right. But it's like, how did you not do any research at all? Well, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I understand it's why. My guilty pleasure. I understand why people like it. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna say that I I don't get it, but like. That how you don't do any research really bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it bothers me as a teacher. Yeah. The the no, the, the, the research yeah, component. That's valid. Yeah. Because it's like a student turning in a paper saying, "Yeah, all these things happen." Like, but mm. they didn't happen. Yeah. Come on. Hey, I liked the show itself too, though. I'm I'm with you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just a current like, I guess quarantine thing okay. that I did. But All Americans really good too about the high school football player. Oh no, it is good. It's very good. Yes, it is good. So I like that too. Okay, so uh, this is a uh, question that I kind of feel like is one of the most important ones that you're going to um, be asked. Okay. We're talking about sports teams now. Yes. Okay, so Easy. Uh, it's, now not all the teachers that I interview, you know, follow all sports. Mm-hmm. Um, give me baseball, Major League. Atlanta Braves, and the season starts, well, today is tomorrow, Wednesday, right? but the season okay. starts tomorrow. And so, so I take it that you follow the MLB. Everything about okay. everything. So here's my question to you <laughs> as an avid uh, MLB yes. um, fan. Mm-hmm. Do you think that a 60-game season is going to make it better or worse? Mm, good question. Well, um, considering today is July the 22nd, um, mm. that's, uh, I really think it's going to make it okay. I don't know. I don't know if better or worse is like the terms I would be looking for. Um, are you talking about you? like this current season? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about, uh, well, I feel like a lot of people's problem with Major League Baseball. I mean, everybody will admit they love to go to a game mm-hmm. because going to a game is awesome. It doesn't matter what yeah. level it is. It is awesome. It and is. it's always fun, you know, experience. For, yeah, for really any sport. Mm-hmm. But to have 100, what, how many games a season? Nearly 120. Uh, to have that many, a game on a given day that that I go to, I paid money, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't live in Atlanta, right? It's not not accessible for me. Mm-hmm. So I go to uh, an Atlanta Braves game. The game might not matter at all. At all. Mm. Uh, it's tough. I, I feel personally, it's tough to invest in 120 games. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's not, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating on, on baseball. I'm just saying like for me right. per- personally, so do you think that if we narrow it down to a 60 game season, it makes every game worth more? Right. Well, I think, too, it's going to allow people to be more engaged because, like, for instance, 
the Atlanta Braves is in the National League East. Yes. So they're only going to play the National League East teams, but they're also going to be playing the American League East teams, which means they'll be playing the Yankees and they'll be playing the Boston Red Sox quite a bit. It's like and an NFL model. That's going to be adding some excitement because normally the Braves don't play the Yankees and the Red Sox in one season, much less even multiple. every four seasons yeah. and multiple games. So I think that's going to be exciting. But one thing I will say that a lot of teams, I know the Braves have, have added like a, a very neat component mm. to the games. They still have their announcers. They're still playing background noise of like fan chatter as if fans are sitting in the stands. They're still like playing the organ music, you know, da 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 You know, they're yes. still doing that where it, it's got that feel as if it's like a real – it is yeah. a real game. <laughs> um, but, you know, they've also changed a lot of the proponents of the playoffs too. You know, yeah. And they they also are allowing an extra designated hitter this year. So, you know, things they don't normally do. Makes it more exciting. Yeah, it's given that different feeling different to feel. it this year. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, uh, I think personally this might be a good move for, for the MLB. I mean, it, I it, yeah. it could end up being – because – there's there's one goal to Major League Baseball. It's to make money, and I mean that's all the leagues that I mean that's. Yeah. Oh, you think yeah. they might like in the future? I don't produce? know if the ratings go up, then they, they they would have to do it for multiple years because if the ratings go up, it could just be a well, COVID. We, give me some like, something yes, to watch. <laughs> give me some sports. Yeah, the hunt for October. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um okay, so we did baseball. Yeah. Um, do you follow hockey? Uh, and if so, what team? I, I do not follow hockey, but I mean, I, I guess when I have, you know, I've, is it the Carolina Cyclones? Or yes. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Is that right? Hurricanes. Um, the big hurricane siren. Like, I know, I know of the, like, I know the Detroit Red Wings. You know, yes. I, I know of the teams and I know of, you know, certain players, but I don't really follow hockey. NBA? NBA. Um. The, I'll be honest, I don't follow NBA teams. I follow NBA players that have played in the ACC. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, like the college ACC, Atlantic Coast yeah. Conference. I follow players. Um, I don't really so follow who's your NBA favorite? teams. Um, let's see. Well, one of my favorites actually just retired, Trevor Booker. He okay. um, he played for Clemson, and then he went on and, and played for the 76ers, and he – he played for. Um, I vaguely remember that name. Mm. He, he, he played for different teams, but he actually just retired. But that's—I mean—that's just one that comes to my mind. Yeah. I love to follow like UNC Chapel Hill, a lot of their players. Okay. Yeah. Dan, Danny Green, he's like incredible. <laughs> Danny Green's a good player. Okay, so um, most important to me, NFL. Oh yeah, I'm a diehard NFL person. Who? For who? Um. <laughs> now tread carefully. Okay. So I'm just gonna be honest. Like I'm a Falcons fan. Oh, I'm sorry, but since night run, oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm God. so sorry. Since 1995, though, I have been a supporter of the, you know the Carolina Panthers. Um, so you know I keep it in the NFC. Are you just Falcons? Because is that who Falcons? you grew up with? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of well. I, well, I mean, yeah, I that makes sense. Some, like, coming from yeah. coming from Greenville. I, I get that we didn't have yeah. I- until until the yeah. Carolina Panthers came around ninety four yeah. ninety five we didn't yeah. have them. I'm not a I'm not a bandwagon like I'm not a Cowboys girl or a Redskins girl just because like I was I, I'll, I'll admit I was a Cowboys fan before the Panthers became a team because they could beat Green Bay and my uncle is from Green Bay and a big Green Bay fan mm. 
and anything to stick it to my uncle at the time. Yeah. Oh, at really not at the time, only at Thanksgiving. So <laughs> that. Well, but then Panthers came in. Those but I'm gonna be honest. Um, I am going to, and again, I'm not trying to sound like a bandwagon person, but I'm starting to become an Oakland. Excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, because of all the Clemson players. Clemson players. Yeah, they're now Las Ve- They're now in Las Vegas. So now I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Were you a Buffalo fan? Because Buffalo had tons of, uh, tons Spiller, and tons of Clemson. Yeah, just CJ Spiller, but you know, Sammy, the Raiders well, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, yeah. Sammy Watkins. Um, oh, who was the defensive end? Uh, Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson, but yeah, I think I like the Raiders. I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders this year. Um, you know, the Panthers play the Raiders for a game of the season. I'm excited about that, and also the Panthers and the Falcons get to play Tom Brady. So I think he is. Uh, I'm excited I, about that. I really hope he has a bad year. And this is, uh, I'm a hateful person, I get it, but guys. Well, ever uh, since the Patriots beat the Panthers in 04, I've oh, hated them. Yes. Well, but but Tom Brady I mean, didn't beat him. Yeah, I know. Tom Brady didn't beat him. True, true. I know, but it I just a, associate him now with, I shouldn't. It was Adam Vinatieri that, that beat him, and it, you know. It's just weird that Tom Brady is now in red. Red. <laughs> well, He's what's red. Well, what's going to happen is he has a, a phenomenal cast around him. He has a porous offensive line. Mm-hmm. And no run game, so to, uh, to speak of. And he hasn't thrown past 15 yards. Uh, he threw he threw the least, I guess, deep balls of any um, active quarterback who was you know played 16 games mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And you have Mike Godwin, and you have Mike Evans, and Mike Evans, and and you could I mean you can throw to them in the backfield, but. I mean, you, you're not going to make it up. You, you, you're not going to do. You're not going to put them in yeah. the best position to win. It's just to be throwing to Gronk. Gronk's going to be out in three weeks because yeah. he's bringing because his best friend out of retirement. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have a he's going to have a hard time. <laughs> that, that boy has way too many concussions. Yeah, you need to be careful with your fantasy team this year. Like oh, Gronk so, and Mike Evans. So I have. I'm a. Uh, I'm a league commissioner for more than one league and for for a really big money league that um my friends and I are in, and. I don't know what we're gonna do, and, and and I and and I haven't set a draft date because I don't know what the NFL is gonna look like. Exactly. Yeah, and what I told them, <laughs> well, what what I'm gonna do is is I've collected all the money, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put it. I've, I have a savings account just for fantasy. Um, legit. Yes, legit. And yes. so so I put it in there. I won't touch it, and we might put it over the next year. But I might also add ten. Um, mm-hmm. I, I said. <laughs> Our draft's going to be super long. It's not going to be in person this year, but it's going to be super long. We might just add 10 bench spots. Yeah. Because, I mean, what what, what do you do? It's going to be, well, whatever. Um, so do you follow any, um, uh, aside from the NFL, do you follow any uh, solo sports? Um, I watch golf every now and then. Mm. Um, I like keeping up with golf. And yep. um, I haven't really been into NASCAR, but uh, – since that was like one of the first sports that came back this year, you know, <laughs> I did watch a couple of races. Yeah. Um, and then obviously there was some controversy there and Bubba you know, Wallace. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and I was trying to kind of keep up with that and like what the real story was and you know, how long that thing had been in their garage, but yep. yeah. Just okay. Now probably the most important one to the students, um, college. Mm, Clemson Tigers. There you go. Yes, Clemson University. There the you go. <laughs> now, Miss Prickett and I, she is, she, she's an Auburn Tiger. Mm. She went to Auburn. That's yes, okay. 
Um, now, Thank you. Okay. yeah. Now we did. Um, we've talked about it. You know, um, we don't really, you know, we don't really butt heads on that. Though we do share a common. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the word distaste because that's a nice way to say it. Okay. Of of a team. What? <laughs> a distaste for a team. Yo, oh, she Alabama. What did she say? Alabama. <laughs> what did she say? She said Cam. Cam. Newton. Cam. No, I love me some Cam Newton. Oh, Patriot? Is he a Patriot now? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, he is. And, you know, oh. this is the first time I'm going to ever cheer for the Patriots. I hope he comes out, and I hope Bill Belichick works that magic because yes. he is the greatest uh, greatest yeah. NFL coach of all time. And yeah. if and they take him to a Super Bowl, and he gets a ring because he deserves it. I do wish him the best because after I the offseason, it was. Yeah, I do want to see him they thrive. did him dirty. I think the, yeah. I think the Panthers did him dirty. But, yeah. no, uh, yeah, our common distaste would probably be Alabama. Oh, yes. Alabama. There we go. There we go. Okay, I have three more questions for you. Um, so, first one would be to choose a superpower. Superpower. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I feel like this is a diagnostic question to for to help us figure out who you are as a person. What's important to you? Flying. Why? I I guess because I like to help people, and if you haven't noticed, this area is booming, and which should take me like ten minutes to get to certain places. With traffic, it takes me like twenty, and. I'm just a very impatient person when it comes to traffic and sometimes road rage. So, Miss uh. Prickett has a very similar one. She wanted teleportation. Oh. But it's not for the same reason. It's not for the same reason, no. No, that. no, I'm just saying it's, it's yeah. it, but, but it's the same getting place to place, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah getting place to place. Mine was really, I just like to travel. Yeah. Oh, yes, so. same. Flying would help you with that, too, though. Uh-huh. Well, it depends on how fast you go. And I mean, and then would your body have to be reinforced to take all the, you know... <laughs> Because if you're, if you're going if you're going super fast too, or yeah. how high are you going to go? And that's why I just picked teleportation. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that too. Just cutting a hole in space, time, and walking yeah. through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Back to, the, back to the future. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, let's go with. Uh, okay. Personal hero. Uh, this can be a historical dead person. Doesn't matter. Who do you want to? If you had an hour to sit down and talk with somebody, who would you like to? Um, man, that's that's a tough. You one. started laughing, so who Something was so so? Mind. What came to your mind? <laughs> Honestly, I I think I'm Ronald Reagan. Okay, well, why Ronald Reagan? Um, I was really young when he was president, so I mm-hmm. don't I don't really remember a lot about his presidency. Um, I think my first you know memory of a president was was probably George H. W. Bush. Yeah. Um, which came after him. But just from just from what I remember my mom telling me, because like I said, my mom was a teacher, so she knew and she was all into the politics. And just from the things that I heard about Ronald Reagan and his wife, Nancy, because his wife, Nancy, was a huge proponent of education. Um, you know, because Ronald Reagan was president during the Cold War. Yes. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of decisions that he made. Um, 80 to 88. He was... He was a very good proponent of compromising and speaking not down at you, but not at you, but speaking with you. Mm. Um, and I think too, what helped him survive, uh, survive, excuse me, thrive as president is because before he even went into politics, he was actually a, an actor. You know, he mm. he lived out in Hollywood and he was in you know worked with movies and he 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 acted. 
And so he was able to build a lot of relationships with people like outside of politics and it helped him to be able to relate to, you know, how to help help with different mm. issues. Okay. I, I, I just cool. I like him. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, our last question is music. So now I want you, you we did hear that you like to sing in your classroom. Yes. So tell me about um, let's let's break this up. Favorite band. Favorite band. Group, artist, I don't care. I have so many. Um, cause I love when I said favorite band, it pops into your head. Uh, oh, this is tough. Cause I like seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, uh, Eagles. I'll go with Eagles. There we go. Okay. So, um, now you don't have to stay with this band. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite song? Mm. Probably one from the greatest showman. Okay. Um, movie y'all if you haven't seen it like you need to see that movie it's so yeah, good, it's good movie. like that needs to have a broadway musical it needs to really go on broadway but um it's uh what what is the name of that song i'll have to come back to it but it, okay. it is from the greatest showman okay karaoke oh yeah the the first song the first song like if you you got to go up it's your one karaoke song what song is it uh by you go to? okay oh Walk me home in the dead of night. Wow. I love pink. There we go. That was awesome. That was great. (laughs) Okay. Now, my favorite one of the questions, and this one I think is, uh, tells me a lot about you Mm -hmm. and might tell our students a lot about you. What would your entrance music be? Entrance music. Crazy train. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she did not have to think about that one for very long. That's I mean, you, you guys heard it just came right out. <laughs> Crazy train. Crazy yeah. train. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I don't think we could play them all in the pod if we got. Oh gosh. No. No. Well, I mean, like I, I think that's for school. That's a good one, though. That, that, that's like a really that. good one. That is a good one. And that, that one you could play. That's a hard question, but, too. I'm impressed. Yeah, that, that, that came really easily. Uh, because we talked about, uh, at least Miss Nichols and I had talked about having entrance music to, for the Gator games that yeah. we did. But obviously, we didn't get to have Gator games this last year. Um, so we were both we trying to come We definitely should the next yes, time we get to do it. Well, we, we had talked to Caleb into getting us to be the last two in, so... Oh, you were just gonna not oh, tell absolutely. the rest of us. Oh, absolutely! Wow. Are you kidding me? This is not. Don't. Do you know why? Because this is a competition. There are no friends in why this. Why was Nichols with you? Because we <laughs> tend to brainstorm together, and oh. and she does get it the worst from me when we. Uh, no, that's true. When when we go after each other. Yeah, I'm so. just kidding. But yeah. It's oh, on yeah. next year, though. Oh, it's on every year. And to say it's on next year, it's on right now. Oh, it's on. <laughs> right now. There we go. Wow. She, I mean, and she can even go, go with it. So um, those of you that are in uh, Miss Jeffcoat's homeroom, expect to hear that. Yes. Okay. Well, that's all the questions we have. Uh, do you have anything you would like to, I guess, leave us with? Anything that you want to say? Um. I guess extra about yourself. Uh, no, um, 
I actually just got accepted into Clemson's graduate program. Which oh, one? Nice. So, um, administration. Oh, wha- so. wait. So you're going to be leaving us? No, no. That, that's like way down the road. Mm. That's way down the road. I, I had actually got my master's a few years ago in counseling because um, I thought maybe okay. I could pursue that route. But honestly, like with what I what I learned in that program, I, I can really just use in the classroom. Absolutely. Um, and so... Uh, you know, this new program that I've, I just got accepted into, I'm, I'm not in a hurry. I, <laughs> I, I, it's just something to kind of maybe further my education a little bit because, you know. Who knows? You might have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, professional development classes, you know. <laughs> yep. Continuing ed. Oh, gosh, yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on our, this should be our third episode, or I, I guess kids will be able to listen to it however they want to. Um, but of gator tales and we did have an ending and our ending was see you later gators is that correct yes yeah i think we just said later gators later gators later gators all right so on the count of three we'll do that we'll say later gators i'll make sure that mr bargeron says it loudly and excitedly tomorrow when we interview him he won't Mm -hmm. one two three later Later, gators. gators thanks guys